When Kelly, a central New Jersey woman in her early 30s, is asked what brings her joy, she doesn't have to think very hard. Well, definitely being with my son, he is my world, and I love being with him. Just his smile lights up my life. Since she was 12 years old, Kelly has dealt with an array of medical issues, including mitochondrial disease, a clot in her lung and main vein to the heart, and autonomic neuropathy. These issues cause additional heart and bladder problems, as well as gastroparesis, which affects the normal movement of muscles in the stomach. Kelly had done her best to deal with all the chronic pain for nearly half her life, but soon she could no longer work, and even the smallest task became an issue. I had to rely on my parents to get anything. I could see something five feet across the room, and I couldn't get it for myself. In 2006, Kelly was hospitalized for over 10 months with severe pain and difficult side effects of medication. It kept her from her young son. I wanted nothing more than to be at home with my family. I can't really do a lot, but just being with the people I love brings me joy. This is a story about doing everything you can to get back to the people you love. This is a story about taking the first step forward, no matter how hard that step is. This is Kelly's Palliative Care Story. Kelly and her son share a love of music. While attending a performance arts high school, Kelly nurtured her passion for playing the piano. I have a frustration with it because I've lost some of my coordination, but if I pick up a piece of music, I can read it and still play. Just my technique is a little much slower than it was before. That's Kelly now, active enough to play the piano and even play outside with her son. Even a few years back, those small activities would have seemed monumental. To address issues with Kelly's heart, a pacemaker had to be implanted. Over two years ago, she was overwhelmed with symptoms, which included bladder and digestive issues. It kept her from enjoying virtually any aspect of her life. She was frustrated that nothing seemed to help her feel better. And to make matters worse, many of her doctors couldn't pinpoint exactly what was causing the pain. It was during this extensive hospital stay that Kelly's gastrointestinal doctor recommended a medical specialty that could help her with her pain and stress. That's when she was referred to palliative care. I'm a palliative medicine doctor, and essentially what that means is you're a quality of life doctor, and I'm here to help you, as well as your family, um, through the trajectory of your illness to help you cope better, to help you with your symptoms, and also to help you plan for the future. And uh, what we've seen is people actually live better with it than without it. That's Dr. Rob Razak. He's a palliative care physician who, along with a specially trained team of doctors, nurses, social workers, and other specialists, help to provide an extra layer of support to people facing serious illnesses. Illnesses like cancer, heart failure, COPD, ALS, and many others. The goal is to work closely with patients to help them with the pain, stress, or anything else standing in the way of living their best life possible. When I met Rob, I was very skeptical. I thought he was going to be like most of the other doctors and think everything was in my head. So when he first talked to me, it was different because he was asking me what my goals were as a person and I didn't feel like I was just another number to him. I felt like he actually cared about the situation I was in. When a patient comes in, 
one of the first questions I asked them is, what brings you joy? And the reason I asked this is, first of all, I want to get to really get a sense of who they are and what's important to them. And uh, get a sense of who they are as a person, not just as a patient. And and quite often what will happen is some people will essentially light up because they've recognized, oh, my God, there's all these things I've been able to enjoy. Or some people will will actually just take a long time to sort of figure that out and or say, you know what, I haven't had joy in so long I can't remember. And, and helping them sort of get some of that perspective back um, to really get it, to really help them hone in on what's most important. I had never been in so much pain. I couldn't even stand up on my own. It's like I had no control over anything in my life, and I couldn't handle the pain. It was my entire body. And when I met him, I just I broke down crying talking about it. And I normally, because being sick my whole life, I can hold myself together and keep my emotions in check, especially around doctors, because I don't want to feel crazier than saying it's psychological and I'm stressed out and all this kind of stuff, but I just couldn't take it anymore. It was in that first meeting that Rob recognized that a great deal of pain Kelly was feeling stemmed from her medications. Rob then started to assess all of the medications she was on to determine what could be done to begin to improve her well-being. This is a common thing for palliative care specialists. They recognize that more pain medication isn't always the right approach. Sometimes it's about finding a balance in the kinds of meds, the dosage, and the combination to address difficult side effects. There's something about her that, that is really special. She didn't like feeling this way, and she wanted something different. Rob soon realized how important this process was for Kelly. That's when I said, these medications aren't really helping, and I think it's causing more problems. And, um, and so we sort of created a plan with her to sort of see if we can uh, decrease some of these medications that are causing more harm. You know, as it is, some of the meds, medications that she was getting for nausea and her gastroparesis was actually caused issues with her heart. And so I just wanted to see if we can minimize the medications that can harm her at the same time figuring out other ways to sort of help her with her process. Taking away medications that were causing more harm than good was the first step to getting Kelly more active. Having that little bit of control that I didn't have and just slowly gain my strength and I couldn't be happier about it. Kelly's symptoms began to decrease, but tackling pain isn't so simple. One very painful area for Kelly was in her foot, which had bothered her for five and a half years. See, after a nerve test was done to determine the source of her symptoms, Kelly developed what's called complex regional pain syndrome, which can cause malfunction of the central nervous system. She was in a boot for five and a half years. Walking a few steps was a chore. My enteric nerves of the stomach were misfiring a lot while I was on pain medication. That pain has decreased a lot. And then my foot was, like, probably the most painful thing. You know, you couldn't even brush a tissue against it, and it turned into the most severe pain I could ever imagine having. To address the foot pain, Rob used a targeted pain therapy method called a scrambler, 
which involves the use of electronic stimulation on the skin. The goal of this is to overwhelm pain information with non-pain information. To the relief of Kelly, the therapy started to show real results. That changed my life too, because now it's only a quarter of my foot that I've got pain in, and it's decreased by more than half the level it was. With her pain improving, Kelly was able to remove the boot from her foot and put a shoe on for the first time in over half a decade. It's actually a really huge deal. I actually cried the first time I did it. I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I crying from putting on a shoe? But it was five and a half years that I couldn't even put a sock on. So I got that back and I was able to walk more. Like I don't need my wheelchair all the time now, only for long distances and things like that. They seem like small victories, but they're actually so much bigger in the, if you look at the big picture. This small victory led to bigger victories, and Kelly has been able to return home and live a more active life with her family. Honestly, what I've been able to do is take care of myself and my son. I got my independence back. I was able to put a shoe on that I couldn't get on for five and a half years because the pain was so bad and able to drive again, which gave me so much independence in my life. Palliative care gave me a life to live again. For Kelly, now that palliative care has provided her with relief from pain and other symptoms, she feels less frustrated and stressed. Although she still can't return to work, she's setting realistic goals with the help of her palliative care team. I know there's things like that that I'll never get back. But you eventually come to terms with it and see, no, you can't get your career back. No, you can't walk around for hours and do those things. But you're at home. You're with your child. You can take care of your child and have fun with him. And that's really the most important thing. Knowing that positive improvement is possible motivates Kelly to stay focused despite any setbacks. I would keep getting pushed back down, but every time I was so determined to get back up and keep going. Kelly says beyond help from her pain and stress, her palliative care story is about being heard. There's nothing like it because you have that support you need because even though you know there's something going on and you need help, you can't do it without the help of the doctors, too. She's a different person, and one thing she said to me was, thank you for giving me my life back. To learn more and to find out how you or your loved ones can find a palliative care team near you, visit getpalliativecare.org.